Hi, I am Jocelyn, the host of the Meliora Mentor Podcast. Meliora means better in Latin. I encourage better thoughts for a better you and a better life. Through taking small steps in thought or action to reach your goal. I help individuals with an inner desire who are having a difficult time making progress to fulfill their goals to find the small, doable steps without making drastic changes to their everyday lives. And I can help you. Thanks for joining me. Hello, how is it going? I am so glad that you are joining me today on the Meliora Mentor Podcast. Meliora is Latin for better. And as I say frequently, but is so true, I want to encourage better thoughts for a better life and a better you. So let's find Meliora together. I have started doing a pregnancy series, and this is the second episode in that pregnancy series. And I am so excited to dive deep into pregnancy to some of the ups and downs and hard things about pregnancy. Pregnancy was a difficult season of life for me, and I struggled, (laughs) really struggled through pregnancy. And I've had four babies, and so I've learned a thing or two over the pregnancies that have helped me to do it better, that have made it a little bit more manageable, especially for my mind. I was swimming in negativity and doubt and wondering if I even wanted to have more children because pregnancies were so hard. And I know I'm not alone. So if you are pregnant, thank you for joining me. If you know some pregnant women, tell them about this. And if you're not pregnant, you will still have awesome takeaway tools that you will be able to apply into your own life or even into future pregnancies. So thank you so much for being here. In last week's podcast episode, we started at the very beginning. (laughs) Reminds me of the song from Sound of Music. Let's start at the very beginning. (laughs) It's a very good place to start, right? So that is where we are starting. And when it comes to growing our family, it starts at conception and intimacy. And for a long time, intimacy was kind of a to-do list thing for me. It was like I would do it to get it done and that was about it. (laughs) But in last week's episode, I talked about pleasure. And I talked about how finding simple pleasures in your daily life can help you find pleasure in intimacy. So throughout this last week on my Meliora Facebook and Instagram, I made videos on things that I found pleasure in. I will name a few of them, but if you want to go back and watch them, the links will be in the show notes. I find joy, or found joy, do find joy, (laughs) or pleasure in drinking milk out of these special little beehive glasses that I have. It is so fun for me. I find pleasure in joyfully moving my body. I find joy and pleasure in laying down and closing my eyes and listening to my favorite songs. I find pleasure in taking a deep breath of fresh air outside and in beautiful sunsets. Those are a few common things in my life that I have chosen to just sit in that pleasure and joy of enjoying those things. What kind of things bring pleasure to your life? What simple activities bring pleasure into your life? So as you start feeling pleasure and allowing yourself to enjoy these simple things in your life, 
it gets easier to feel pleasure in other areas. You can start allowing yourself to feel pleasure when you hold hands with your spouse, when you feel him stroking your arms, when he tries to give you a back rub. Just sit there and enjoy it. Allow your body to feel the pleasure when he gives you a hug from behind. Start allowing yourself to enjoy these things. And as you start allowing yourself to enjoy these simple things, allow that to progress. And you will eventually enjoy intimacy more. Or at least it has been the case for me. It has made a big difference. And I find myself looking forward to it more than having it on the to-do list, which has been really great for me and my husband and for my marriage. And I encourage you to try this so that it can bless you in your marriage. So now that we've talked a little bit about intimacy, and I kind of gave you a recap from last week, today we are going to talk about the emotions of excitement and disappointment in pregnancy, but also in other areas of your life. So you've decided it's the right time to grow your family, and you've done the whole conception thing. (laughs) A little awkward, but we're going to move on. And now it's kind of waiting, waiting to see what's going to happen. When you pee on the stick, is it going to be positive? Is it going to be negative? And let me insert here that the stick is a pregnancy test. The anticipation can have you excited and worried all at the same time. And we are going to go into each of these emotions and feelings. The feelings of excitement and the feelings of disappointment. You're excited because you are yearning for a positive. You want to be pregnant. You want to have that baby. You want to grow your family. Everything feels right. And you want to feel excited. But there also could be the chance of disappointment. Maybe it's negative. Maybe it's not positive. Maybe you're not pregnant. And to sit in that disappointment is not easy and sometimes can be very difficult and hard. Excitement and disappointment can appear in a lot of areas in our life and not just in pregnancy. Maybe you're excited about a reward, about a long-awaited marriage, a career change. You get excited about creating beauty, about going on a vacation, being with your family, holidays, teaching. What kind of things do you feel excited about? Disappointment can also show its face in many areas of our life. Maybe you opened your mouth once and offended someone or said something that you regret and you really wish you wouldn't have said. You feel deep disappointment. Maybe you didn't get the job that you wanted. Maybe your deepest desires are unmet. You're struggling in keeping your goals and you feel discouraged and disappointed in yourself and you wonder why even try. Maybe you yearn so much for children, but those righteous desires have yet to be met and you almost feel an empty hole in your heart and deep disappointment. It affects the way you show up. It affects the way you act, the way you feel, and the things you do in your family and in your life. Sometimes our disappointment can get very severe and there doesn't seem to be any hope or light. And if you get to this point where you are really struggling to find any hope or light, I encourage you to do what is necessary to get the help that you need. If you need to see a therapist or a counselor, do it. Get the help. Those people can really help. 
Other times, we also get afraid to fill. We just don't want to fill because it hurts. You've heard of it called as being numb. You just don't want to feel bad. You don't want to feel good. So you just don't feel every, anything. You're just kind of existing. And you have an inkling or an idea or a feeling or a hope that there can be more. But you're afraid. You're afraid to find that excitement because there might be the disappointment. You're afraid to feel happy because there will be sadness. You're afraid to feel joy because you don't want to feel sorrow. I have been there. There have been seasons in my life where I have just chosen to be numb because it was all I could do. <laughs> Numbness was what got me through for a while. And my heart aches for you if you're in that season because I know how desolate the numbness can be and how hard it can be. It happened specifically that I remember very vividly with my third pregnancy. And I was having some really hard mental times in getting through that period. As I always try to do in my episodes, I try to give you some new thoughts to think or new ways to think about things that you may not have thought about before. Or if you have thought about, it might be a good reminder of ways to think about some of these scenarios and emotions and maybe new ways to approach them. Maybe new ways to think about what's going on inside of your mind, inside of your body, and help you move forward to not feel so numb and depressed, but also have appropriate coping mechanisms for disappointment. And I'm going to give you a few examples to help illustrate this. So, as we talked about last week, we talked about feeling pleasure. This week, I want you to feel excited. If that test is positive, feel excited. Let yourself be happy about it. Be happy and excited. If anything is going right in your life, if you are getting lots of follows on this page you've been trying to build, or you just sold one of your paintings, or you started writing a book and you feel excited about it, let yourself feel that excitement. But on the other end, I'm also going to encourage you to feel the disappointment. Maybe the test was negative. Have you ever just tried sitting in that negative emotion? Just feel that disappointment. I'm not saying it feels good because it doesn't. It hurts. Oftentimes for me, it feels heavy in my chest and I just, like it almost can sink to my stomach like a rock. I've analyzed how I feel when I feel in these emotions. Maybe think about how it feels for you. But for me, I found that as I feel these emotions, the good ones and the bad ones, as I sit in them, it actually helps them to move in and out a whole lot faster than if I just try to suppress them and ignore them and become numb. So there's a simple way to put it. I heard this from a different podcast, but it's called Feel It to Heal It. Feel these emotions, feel the disappointment, and honestly, it will help feel it and help it to move out of your system faster than if, like I said, you suppress it. Feel these things. Feel what it feels like. It doesn't feel good. And honestly, sometimes it will probably make you cry. You will have emotions over what you are thinking. If this test is negative, that might be a sad thing. And you might want to cry about it. And by all means, cry about it. Get those emotions out. Feel it. Feel it. And then after you feel these things, 
you can start thinking of new ways to approach it. Maybe you yearned so much for a positive pregnancy test and it wasn't. Maybe you could have thoughts that this isn't my time or this isn't my season or I need to grow and develop. You get to choose the thoughts that you think about this situation. You get to choose if it's going to drag you down into deep disappointment, despair, and make you kind of not be the person who you are. Or you can change these thoughts to work for you. You can have these new ideas to be like, you know what? This is okay. I can work on building my marriage a little bit longer. Maybe there is something wrong. Maybe I need to have something checked out. And if you need further doctor's appointments or or what have you, you can go into those things. But as you just feel those feelings, it can help to feel them. It can help to heal them. And I do want to iterate one more time that sometimes our brains can become sick and they really do need the help. They need professional help in order to get better. And if that's you, please seek that professional help. But if you're not quite in the boat of needing professional help, some of these tools may help you. A lot of times our thoughts about our situations make our burdens seem very heavy. And sometimes even heavier than they need to be. It's not enjoyable carrying around a heavy weight that weighs you down and almost makes life not worth living. So I want you to experiment on it this week or in the near future, anytime you feel this emotion of disappointment come up. I want you to try feeling it. What does it feel like inside your body? On a podcast I listened to, I think it was from Jodi Moore, she pointed out that she would analyze these feelings in her body and feel what they felt like. Like they weren't killing her and she could manage them. Like they were doable. They weren't fun but she could do it. And to me, that was really thought-provoking. Like, yeah, it's, it's just a negative emotion. I can feel that and feel what it feels like. And then I'll know what it feels like and I'll learn how to feel it better when I feel that. And what's worked for me is to feel these things. Feel the excitement, the exuberance, the joy and the happiness that comes into your life. Whether that's through a positive pregnancy test through a vacation, through holidays, through teaching, through baking, through anything you thoroughly enjoy doing. Feel excitement. Or whether it's through disappointment, through saying something, through doing something that you wish you wouldn't have done, through tests that come back negative. Whatever it may be, feel those feelings. And you're going to have both. I still frequently have both. But feeling that joy is exuberating. Feeling the disappointment is not so fun, but I can get through it. And I know you can too. We are just making headway in this pregnancy journey. Feel the excitement. Feel the disappointment. Whatever comes as you pee on the stick. Anyways, I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you for listening and thank you so much for sharing. I want to ask if I could take just a few minutes of your time. If you could please go leave me a review on iTunes. If you leave those reviews, that's how more pregnant women can find this podcast. More women who are having a hard time who need some mindset tools that I can help offer them. It will come through you sharing, but also your review on iTunes. 
If you could do that, I would be super, super grateful. Thank you. And if you even need more support, I do daily videos that coincide with this podcast. You can see my face, see who I am, and follow along for some daily encouragement and joy in this pregnancy journey. And I look forward to meeting more of you and helping support you in this journey on that page if that is your thing. In the meantime, thank you for listening, sharing, and leaving me a review. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Meliora Mentor Podcast, for listening, for sharing, and for most of all, applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you and a better life through taking small steps in thought or action to reach your goal. If you are one of those individuals who have an inner desire but are having a difficult time making progress in your goals, I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday life. Reach out, let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, and I thank you for listening. Until next time.